Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Honey in the Valley podcast. Here is where I'm going to be reading my blog post from my website, www.honeyinthevalley.com. And on that website, I talk about motherhood, pregnancy, Christian faith, and self-care. And there's definitely going to be more to come, so I hope that you stick around. I hope that this birth story helps either you or someone you know who is planning on being induced but does not want an epidural. Let me start off by saying that if you've read or listened to my previous three birth stories and you know that the epidural did not work at all for me for all three of my previous pregnancies. If you're looking for more details of each of these pregnancies, you can do so by going to my blog www.honeyinthevalley.com or by listening to the episodes on this podcast. Um, They are titled Birth Story um, and they're numbered. Um, So... um, where was I at? Um, (laughs) also, so I knew my entire pregnancy, um, in this specific, my fourth baby, um, I knew that I didn't want to even ask for an epidural because I've had basically three births without an epidural already. And also I didn't want the extra charge for the epidural on my hospital bill. Um, so I was induced with all four of my children so far, and I probably definitely will probably be induced with my fifth one as well. Um, during this pregnancy, it was wonderful. I know I've said that in all of my birth stories, but it's true. Um, I do remember that I failed the one-hour glucose test and passed the three-hour. Um, during the end of my pregnancy, my swelling got pretty bad and my blood pressure got high, which is unusual because it's normally great. Um, also, I've never had any Braxton Hicks, no bloody show. In fact, I can only remember having one contraction um, total in between all of my past pregnancies. Um, yeah, I've never had any of that. Um, my husband and I checked in on my due date around 6 p.m. And it took a total of three hours to admit me. I'm not even kidding. Um, and to get my IV started. By 9 p.m., the nurse came in and finally checked me for the first time. And she told me that I was almost a three. Or, yeah, almost a three. And I was so excited. I'm pretty sure that that's the most dilated I've ever been before getting induced. She came back and told me that since this is my fourth pregnancy, my doctor felt like things may progress overnight, so they didn't give me Cervidil until 4 a.m. And Cervidil is that little, I don't know if it's like a square or what shape it is. I probably should look at that next time. But they, you know, stick it up there and it's supposed to help stuff happen. So at 4 a.m. I was checked and I was almost at a 4. The Pitocin was started and they did give me Cervidil. And actually... Yeah, I think they did do both at the same time. I'm not exactly sure if I got the Cervidil first, which I know I got the Cervidil first. I think I did get that at four and then got the Pitocin later. But anyway, the Pitocin was started and I officially started to have minor contractions. The contractions started out very manageable. And this was one thing I was worried about. And you would think that, you know, being it being my fourth pregnancy that I would, you know, not be nervous or not have any worries or whatever, um, which, I mean, we all have worries, um, as a pregnant woman. Um, but for me, I was nervous about the labor for my fourth baby and I I don't really know why, but it was surprising because they started small, they started tolerable, they were manageable. And so I was really relieved about that. And I, I knew that at that point I knew I could do it because they were starting out minor and then they were getting harder so they were easier for me to manage um 
but so she bumped it up for the last time and the pain started to increase. Um, upon my arrival, I had already told them about my past three experiences with epidurals and them not working. So the nurses didn't even offer it to me at all. And I wasn't even thinking about it at all because I knew in my mind it wasn't an option. I was so grateful for their support and so grateful for them not asking me. But my goodness was a hard, so hard. Um, but digressing just a little bit, I wanted to mention the fact that I went to the same hospital for all three previous births. My doctor, who I've had for about 12 years now, told me a few months ago, or a few months before I found out I was pregnant with my fourth baby, that she was no longer going to be delivering babies. She delivered all three of my older children, so I was a little heartbroken when she told me she wasn't delivering babies anymore or doing any OB practices at all. Anyway, so with that news, my husband and I decided we wanted to try a different hospital, one that had a hot tub in their birthing suite. I was so excited. Of course, I knew that it wasn't guaranteed. First come, first serve. We all know how that is. But I had a good feeling about it. Well, I jinxed myself because the night before... I knew that it was going to be a full moon the next day on the day of my induction. And I remember telling my husband, sweetheart, it's a full moon. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I do work in the medical field. And I told him, I said, it's a full moon. I said, they're going to be crazy packed. Sure enough, about four hours before I was supposed to head in, they got it. They called me and said that they were completely full and that they had no room for me and that they wanted to reschedule for the next day. Um, so I ended up asking them instead of waiting another day, if they could get me in at another hospital, the hospital that I've delivered at the previous three times. And it just so happened that they could get me in. I messed up one second. Uh, okay. Sorry. Um, so it just so happened that they could get me in. So that's ended up, so that's where we ended up going. Needless to say, at this point, I was pretty sad I couldn't labor in the hot tub, so I had to rearrange my thinking because I, I had already prepared myself that that was going to help. Um, so I told myself I would stay calm and do the only thing I knew how, letting my body do exactly what it needed to do. I breathed in through my nose and out through my mouth, which breathing is everything, and it really did help. Also, I stood up and held on to anything that I could, and that helped a lot too, right up until I couldn't physically stand up anymore because she was coming out. Also, we knew, we did not know what we were having for our fourth baby. Um, so we have three girls. So we didn't know going in that we were, what, what we were having. Um, so as soon as I sat down on the bed, she was out within a few pushes. And within 10 minutes, within about 10 minutes, I remember all the nurses running into my room. And every time I heard the door open, I'd look over and would hope it'd be the doctor, but nope. But she finally came in and she said I wasn't 100% effaced, but that I could push if I wanted to. And so, yeah, I pushed and she was out, like I said, within a few pushes. And we heard the beautiful words, it's another girl. So, yes, we have four girls. And my heart was filled with joy. Overall, my experience was incredible with my fourth baby. Um, I was a lot more nervous this time around um, than I think I'd ever been before. And I'm not sure why, like I said. But her birth was the best one yet. I recovered pretty quickly. I tore, but I didn't tear enough to where the doctors had to do anything. Um, this was also the shortest labor that I've ever had, lasting a whole whopping four, or five hours and 44 minutes. Of course, I'm sure due to being my fourth baby. Um, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for taking the time to read my fourth birth story. Here are my four tips that I feel helped me out so much. I just want to say first and foremost, if you're reading this and you know, or I said reading this because I'm reading something, um, my blog, obviously. If you're listening to this and you know or think you may 
be induced. Or maybe you know somebody getting induced. Pray, pray, pray. Throughout my entire labor, every time I'd have a contraction, I kept saying, God, you are so good. Even though I was in so much pain, I was still praising him. Let him know what's on your heart and let him do the rest. So the first thing that I feel helped me, and I wrote four tips, but really this is my three, so I need to change that. My kid just had to interrupt me. But anyways, my three tips for being induced are breathing. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. I know they say that, and I know that's probably on all the generic birthing videos, but it really does work. Um, Even if you lose track, which you will, try to get back there to that place. It's so important, and it's only going to make your life easier. Um, Stand. For some reason, even though my epidurals failed three times, I did not get up and walk. I was literally in my bed the entire time. Um, So... I stood up and I walked around and held on to stuff, like I said, and it really helped. And it even gave me some relief for a little bit because laying down hurt too badly. Like I said, I think near the end, I stood up for probably the last 30 or 40 minutes. And um, I stood up right until I knew that she was coming out because I couldn't take it anymore. Um, And then I knew I had to lay down and get her out. Um, But the Pitocin level. I know the third thing is the Pitocin level. I know that all hospitals do things differently, but as far as Pitocin goes, um, start off with a low dose if you can. My nurse told me that she gave me the lowest dose possible, and since I was progressing on my own, she didn't have to give me any more. So basically, if you're on a low dose and you're not progressing, they're going to have to give you more, which could also make your contractions more intense. So that's something to keep in mind. But if you can, have a low dose. And I think she only had to... I I know I said that she gave me a low dose and um, she didn't have to give me more. But I think she did have to get... She gave me a low dose, but I think she had to bump it up like one time and that was it. So those are my three tips. Breathing, standing, or walking in the Pitocin level. So those are my tips. And I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and this episode. Um, Just thank you so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate you. And share this with somebody who is going to be induced or if you are going to be induced. These are great tips. And um, yeah, thank you so much. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Hey, everyone. Real quick before I end this podcast, I just wanted to say that I'm not putting down... um, Anybody who chooses to get an epidural, um, I don't want to make it seem like I'm better than you kind of thing. That's definitely not how I want to come across. Um, This is just my story. And um, obviously my last birth, not asking for one is what worked for me. Um, I did ask three previous times and I did attempt to have one, but they just didn't work. So like I said, this is my story. This is not to say anything regarding women who who want an epidural or who know that they're going to ask for one or who go in thinking that you know they don't want one but end up changing their mind uh that happened to me on my third baby because I was like well it didn't work the last two times um so you know I'm probably not gonna not gonna get one and then sure enough I asked for one and it ended it ended up not working but I just wanted to quickly say that um whatever route you go no matter what you choose to do Um, It's your pregnancy, your labor, your baby, your body. You need to do what's right for you. And I wish all of you luck, those of you who um, are going to be induced, who go in um, on their own, all that stuff. Like, 
every pregnancy is different. Every body is different. And we are all different. And no matter what you choose, the most important thing is that the baby is safe and here. And that's all that a mother could ever ask and hope for. All right, guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed listening to that podcast. Um, If you did enjoy it, please subscribe to my podcast um, and check out my blog, www.honeyinthevalley.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under Honey in the Valley. Um, I would love to hear from you. And thank you so much again for listening.